Welcome everybody to Soar and Pair, Why Not Together, episode 33. So we want to remind you that Soar and Pair is soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. But this week isn't very inspiring. <laughs> um, I'm going to get really personal here. Yeah. We're going to see how far we can go. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain today, and I have been. Um, and we talked about it, and I didn't mind sharing the fact. So last Wednesday, so that's just four days ago, I had a, a, a procedure, a surgery, to take care of something really personal. Sandy thinks I'm weird for sharing this on air, but hey, you know, at the at you know, we're very transparent to the very. to the point of pushing the envelope. But um, uh, so I had not. One, not two, but three internal hemorrhoids that the proctologist cut out just inside the anus. Is, is that about as... That's about as descriptive as you can be. <laughs> I was joking with her because I feel like a filet fish <laughs> Anyway, we thought we would talk about for as long as we can today how to deal with pain. Right. Um... Or as I used to call my kids a PETA, a pain in the ass. Um, how to deal with my pain in the ass. Um, it, it's really, really uncomfortable. Um, you More know. so than you would have expected. Yeah. Especially four days out. Four days out, it's just, it's been very, very difficult because, you know, your body doesn't stop eliminating without getting graphic. You know, things continue. Mm -hmm. And with everything cut up and swollen, I'll just leave that to your imagination. It's been... You know, it's right up there with kidney stone pain and ankle surgery pain. So yeah. I, I, I looked to Sandy and I said, why don't we talk about pain today? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's what we're going through right now. So why not? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have to say at moments I've been like, yeah, I can do this. I feel good. And in other moments, I feel like I'm curled up in a ball, sucking my thumb in the corner of the couch, going, mommy, yes, <laughs> I, it's just, you know, I think pain is one of the most telling things about yourself in terms of what you thought you could handle, right, and also like, I'm this strong man, I can handle the pain, uh, no, <laughs> that's quite a personal tender area, yeah, and, and, and so it's really tested me, what I'm getting too, is that I've felt really tested mentally, emotionally, physically, um, much more so than I thought I would, and it's still continuing. So I thought it would be a great opportunity, especially since the lady to my left here is a nurse, mm -hmm. and she and she helps people deal with, you know, pain, sometimes a lot worse than mine, sometimes less. Um, and so I thought it would be helpful not only just to share with you about my hemorrhoids, because, you know, this is not a hemorrhoid commercial. <laughs> um, but honestly, whatever we're going through, whether it's whatever type of pain, large or small, how do we deal with pain and how can we learn from it and how do we get through it and, you know, feel, yeah, feel okay about ourselves? It's challenging, um, like Jim said, you know, no matter what your level of pain is or what you had done, it will tax you mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, 
you, you said it perfectly there. And not letting those emotions bring you down or you get stuck in that spiral of focusing on the pain, which makes the pain higher. Um, what I always tell patients is on that, there's a reason we use that zero to 10 pain scale. Um, whatever a five is for me and a five is for you or anybody else is different because it's subjective, right? So um, whatever a five is for you, then you want to keep your pain at or below that five because if it gets above the five, between the five to 10 stage, then it gets out of control and it takes twice as much medication, twice as long to bring it back down below a five. And so you're doing this up and down and that's very taxing emotionally and mentally, not to mention the obvious physical, but it's, it's very emotional to take that ride. And a lot of people are afraid to take pain medicine because they're afraid they'll get addicted or you know the opiate crisis i don't want to get stuck on pain meds and i think uh what a lot of people don't realize i do a lot of education on this with people is that when you have a physiologic need when you're truly in pain um you don't get addicted to pain medicine it's when you're taking it preemptively out of fear um, that's when, you know, or when you don't need it, um, that's when you can get addicted to it. Well, let me talk about the fear for a, a second too. I mean, that's, that's a really good point. So a lot of people are afraid of that pain medicine that could be there to help them go beyond that point where it's just too much to handle. Um, you know, so the pain medicine yeah, the pain, itself is too much. No, no. To to be able to take the pain medicine ahead of time so the pain doesn't get out of control. Gotcha. What and that's why we use that zero to 10 pain scale because you constantly, each person has to check in and you know check themselves at the door every time. You know, when it comes time, you know, you're hitting that four hour mark. You can have it Q4, every four to six hours, say. Q4, <laughs> nursing speak. Yeah, it just comes out natural. Q4. Q4, yeah. <laughs> um, so when it comes time to take your pain medicine, you check in. Okay, how am I doing? Okay, right now I'm at a three, headed to a four. I can feel it coming. Pop one in half. You know, you can always add two, but you can't take away once you've taken it. And just to back up a minute, what does five represent? I know it's different, but what does that mean in terms of the context of a zero to 10 pain scale? When you say don't get above a five, what is... Well, that's what I meant is that's different for each person. Right. So that's your halfway point with zero being no pain and 10 being, oh my gosh, this is the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Like you severed a limb, <laughs> you know, um, this Been is there this hor week. <laughs> horrible pain. Yeah. Yes. So whatever that middle scale is for you, I guess that's something I should have described. Sorry. No, that's Yeah. Um, so what, you know, that middle of the road mark for you. And that might be a moving target. So you just kind of have to figure out what that is for you. Um, some people have a higher pain tolerance. So a five for those people will be much different than somebody with a low pain tolerance. Well, when you asked me, and she was asking me constantly where my pain level was, because, you know, I, I was her patient. Now, I have to say after, because I was put down under general anesthesia for about an hour. So the first day I'm like, I got this. This is not this is great, no but <laughs> I'm doing really well, and I'm, you know, um, 
thinking to myself, okay, I can get through this. I got the worst is behind me. No, unfortunately, the worst was ahead of me. <laughs> and so after that wore off in 24 hours, what I noticed was the fear of the pain started to paralyze me. I was just so afraid of, you know, feeling the pressure because your bowels continue to move, you know, so whether it's gas pressure or, or the pressure. Getting rid of the anesthesia too. Right. And so that started to spiral me into not a good place. And, you know, Very common the last two or three nights have been, and she was smart. She slept on the couch. <laughs> um, but in order for me to get through that, I mean, I, I had to deal with this fear of the pain right. and how to balance taking the pain medicine um, so that it, you know, I'm not over, not that I, I was not worried about being addicted. I, I fortunately have never had that problem. But to me, it was balancing pain medicine with, um, you know, really gauging what's going on with me. Because... And trying to figure out how to keep it at that, that level. Right. And that's what I was starting to say, too, is if you're not sure, if you feel like the pain is starting to ramp up, but it's not enough to take a full tablet, take half. You know, you can pop it in half. And if in 30 minutes, because it'll start breaking down and working within 20 minutes. So... Within 30 minutes, if your pain is still climbing, take the other half. If not, if you're doing well, then you're good. You've got another half for later. You know, it's a good way to gauge it to see. But give it a half hour before you decide to take that other half if you really need it or not. And a wise nurse, maybe it was you, I don't know, I can't remember. I'm just kidding. Today told me the same thing. So I was kind of feeling, you know, coming out. She says, take a half now. And then about a half hour later, she was like, do you need the other half? I'm like, ah, yes, I do. So or half it, it, with a Tylenol. Right, yeah. right. So um, it's really handy to have a, a nurse. Um, thank you, by the way, for all the support. Besides all the energy work and everything else that um, um, you've been helping me through. Also just giving me the space. Because sometimes um, the only thing I can describe is you just need to get through it. I, I, right. I, I almost just needed to talk like, okay, come on, you know, just like this pep talk. Come on now, breathe, relax, you know, and almost be kind to yourself when you're going through this because it's really easy to get frustrated with yourself. It is. It, it's very easy. And that's where that mental component comes in is you can find yourself going in circles where, um, you know, people tend to get down on themselves when they right. need pain medicine, there's that stigma that goes with it, um, that, you know, they feel like they're not strong enough or, you know, that they're reaching for it unnecessarily. There's, there's a whole slew of reasons why people don't like to do it and it's okay. You know, it's temporary. It's a speed bump. And it's also, I have to say here too, it's also shown, proven that when you take care of your pain when it's well managed while you're healing, Jim. I'm listening. Yes. You heal better right. if you're not like this. Because when you're in pain, you tense up. You're not relaxed. You're, you're just tense and almost bracing for it, right? Right. And so you're going to heal better if you can. So if I were like, I'm tough, I don't need these pain pills. I'll just get through the pain. I've had plenty of those patients um, and they don't do well. And, and what, 
what ends up happening? I mean, or do you have a story where one was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then they decided to start and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Well, they suffer, you know, they suffer unnecessarily. <laughs> and, and, and slow down the healing. They slow down the healing. And oftentimes they're the people who end up in the ER in the middle of the night, just because the pain's gotten so out of control that now they're vomiting, diarrhea, whatever. Um, they end up putting themselves into a worse situation that could have been prevented. So you don't need to be a hero. Right. You don't need to be. <laughs> don't need to be tough. There's a reason. Docs don't give this stuff out easily anymore. And so if they give it to you, there's a reason. And just trust your doctor. And if you're feeling like, like maybe you have a history of, you know, of dependence, or if you have a fear of it, talk to your doctor, please. Uh, let them know how you're feeling and let them know that you want them to manage how you come off of it too, because um, it is temporary, but they'll help you through that and they would appreciate the conversation and the honesty and it would make you feel better and help you relax. Well, I think that's the, the key is your body will heal if it doesn't feel in that fight, flight, fight or flight mode, right? So you want to get from that to the healing mode of, okay, your shoulders are down, um, you know, because right now I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I, I, I did take a little something. I'm not a little loopy yet, but we'll see. Um, such a lightweight. No. <laughs> it's pretty funny. No. But um, I, I, I just, again, I, I what I wanted to share was just managing that need to um, control the pain, but not take too much, and yet allow the healing and staying mentally saying mm -hmm. through what to me is one of the most, you know, one, one of the more challenging things I'm healing from because of the location right. of, of, you know, it's the, a vulnerable location. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very personal vulnerable location. And so, yeah, yeah. that adds another layer. The planet Uranus is very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's not just so, I, you know, I've shared this with you um, in terms of what I'm going through, but it's not just extreme pain and, you know, recovering from a surgery. It's also dealing with the, the aches and pains of life and some people who deal with chronic pain. Right, right. right. When you have acute pain um, that doesn't, how do I describe this? So if you have pain that isn't managed, for whatever reason, um, then over time, what happens is it gets locked in and it can become a chronic pain where it's just, you almost, your body gets stuck. Like in a loop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so with the opioid crisis going on, it's more challenging for someone who deals with chronic pain issues. Mm -hmm to be able to, as you say, manage the pain and yet not let that pain overtake them because, you know, it can cause depression, it can cause anxiety, it can cause a lot of mental... Sleeplessness, yeah. yeah. It can cause um, a lot of different things. It messes with your digestion, it messes with your, your heart rate, your blood pressure, your respiratory rate, um, anxiety, sleeplessness, uh, there's so many things that it affects in all avenues that um, really for if we're looking at the mind body wellness connection 
really you have to treat all areas, not just the one. Right, right. And dealing with chronic pain, I think, um, unless you're somebody who's gone through that, you know, so I'm not going to pretend to know what it's like to deal with pain every day of my life, like someone who has migraines. Uh oh, somebody's raising her hand over here to the left. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you can talk about that to the extent you want to, but I'm not going to pretend to know what it's like to deal with pain, like always, not always there, but almost a constant companion. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And I've, I've had that for 20 years. Um, which was a big part of why I got into the um, energy work is it's a different modality that really works. It really helps to alleviate my pain. It helps me instead of just, you know, chewing the leather to get through it, it helps me to actually release it. Because here's the thing is I've had many doctors over the years without going too deep into this, but I've had many doctors tell me that it's psychosomatic. It's all in your head. Mm-hmm. It's all in your head. You know, and that's that's a you know, real kick to the gut to be told something like that, um, because you know you go to them for help and then you get told that it's you know you're crazy. It's all in your head. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, there is basis to that too. It is a mindset um, because pain, so if we talk about it physiologically, say you cut your hand, then that's the stressor or the traumatic event. Then from there, it goes to, to break it down into simple terms, from there it goes to the spinal cord and then to the brain, right? And so it triggers the receptors and tells you, you know, hey, we got pain here and the brain will either send out more signals or not. So it's what you tell your mind or what your mind is telling you because it's part of that fight or flight response. It's there for a reason, but it can become what's, what helped in the beginning impedes you later because it that loop we were talking about, it keeps sending out these signals, but nothing's changed, you know, or the threat isn't there anymore. So I guess things have changed but it's that perceived threat is still there. And so really it does become mind over matter at some point. So I can see why they would say it, but you can't get stuck on that. <laughs> you yeah. know? We read something interesting that pain is an opinion. Yes. You I know? love that. Um, if, if, if it's not processed to the brain, then it doesn't exist. Right. Right. So what is, Kind of describe exactly. because, what that means. Well, just like I was just saying, because without the signals from the brain, you're not going to feel it, which is so trippy. So really, I mean, they were saying that in World War II, and, but I think part of this has to do with the shock of and trauma of war, but they were saying that um, people in World War II didn't feel the pain when they couldn't see it. When they couldn't see the wound, they couldn't feel it. And that's because the brain wasn't registering the trauma. So the pain is mainly on the brain, even if you're not in Spain, 
that comes from an old um yeah i know yeah. i just had to throw that in there just put a little levity here but um it's interesting because and i think that's what we were reading about is that if you can get the brain so going back to chronic pain maybe not a traumatic injury but chronic pain if you can get the brain to realize hey it's it's okay or if you can kind of well describe what that is that we were reading about so this is something too that we when when i had to take a pain management i have to do yearly updates on this with my job but it's about silencing it you know you want to you want to thank the brain or the body for telling you hey you know it's it's there for a reason you know like get your hand off the stove you or know you're the bleeding. fight or flight you're bleeding because pain is actually a not a friend but it's, it's a signal a, it's it's an emergency alert system first responder of the body mm -hmm. exactly so it's telling you hey hey dumbass get your hand off the stove or run away from that bear right <laughs> right so you know then you go into fight or flight but when it persists that's when where the issue comes in where was i going with this and i kind of took you off track we were talking about how the brain if you can get the brain to oh. look at something differently it can help okay yeah so getting to the point you know that you can just almost shut it down just say okay thank you i recognize it but now it's time for you to be quiet and sit down <laughs> mm. you know get the brain doing something else seriously it, distraction imagery meditation these things do work um it does help i mean all these things together managing your pain like we talked about earlier if needed but then doing other things to see if you can bring your pain down in a more natural way um you know range of motion another thing too is like i was saying about thanking the body you know if you've got pain in your arm or your elbow say um recognizing it and there's an 80 20 rule that if you apply 20 percent of the effort you will get 80 percent of the response yes which oh. is really cool so basically you know recognizing it rubbing it a little giving it gentle range of motion whatever it is you can do within reason and whatever your injury is of course common sense um then you'll notice okay that brought it it was a four now it's down my pain's down to about a three and a half ish it, it helped a little oh but that's not enough so you give up no do it again do it again see if you can get it down to a solid three see if you can get it down to a solid two you know just doing different things like that it's basically those pain responses are going to keep coming until you hear them because they're there for a reason so you've said this before listen listening to the language of your body right. learning to understand that language and how to speak it and respond to it and how to get it to shut up you know right because we're never going to get rid of pain we're in a body pain is something that we're going to deal with whether it's a mild headache or whether yes so it's how you deal with it because yeah. to me the, the number one thing that has made my pain worse this week is when i've you know stressed out about it you know almost Absolutely. the fear the fear of it hurting really really bad if blank happens or Makes whatever it worse. you know and so this anxious anticipation um where i just fold in on myself 
whether you know whether it's real or not, I think gets my brain to go, okay, let's get We're ready. We're focusing on this. Yes, now. and the yeah. more you focus on the pain, the worse it gets. But yet, how do you so the devil's advocate? How do you not focus when you're not paying attention to anything? But how bad it hurts. When it's that bad, that's when you have to revert to other measures, really. That's why I was talking about keeping it at a certain level. Right. So you keep it at a certain level, and then you also do these other things to distract yourself, to um, get the brain doing something else. Uh, talk to it, you know, send, doing energy work, doing the gentle range of motion, doing um, uh, imagery. Anything else. In short, calming yourself down. Whatever it takes for you. And right. calming that area down. Um, right. Icing. <laughs> Ice or heat, right? Uh, these really do help with the inflammation and the pain. And it makes, it's twofold. Not only does it work with inflammation, pain, what have you, but it also makes you feel like you're doing something. And there, there's something huge about that. Because we don't like to feel, as humans, we don't like to feel like we're out of control. Or powerless. Powerless. Exactly. Like, I've got to be able to do something. This is something you can do, and it really does help. Not only physically, but mentally, emotionally. Right. And I think um, one of the things I'm learning about myself is to be kind to myself through this. Because Always. it's not, it's it's a very bumpy ride. You're gonna have those moments that you just want to throw a punch right yeah, yeah I just um, yeah not right now <laughs> but I will see say the last three nights at some point or the other I was it kind of like at the end of my rope and yeah. just I was just tired of whatever was going on or whatever it seems like you repeating the same thing and you're not, you're hitting this wall and you're just repeating the same thing and you're not getting any further. And you're like, it's you know, it, it, it just becomes, it feels like you are literally hitting your head on a brick wall of pain. Expecting a different reason. Right. And, and wondering why it's not getting better yeah. and, and, but you can't think past that. So. Yeah. yeah. You know. And you know, that's, you're right. You have to be kind with yourself. And when you have those moments, Fine. You know, if you need to do that tribal yell or whatever it is that you do to, to release frustration and, and pent up pain and anger, get it out however you need to, but don't stay there. Try not to stay there because it will make it worse. You want to find a way to release that and move on and get back to center because Focusing on it just makes it worse. Well, yeah, so it's like the steam on a pot. You release it, and then the pressure comes down. Right. Um, and sometimes I, that's just what I had to do vocally. Just, uh, you know, I wonder if Tarzan was in a lot of pain. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not that I was doing Tarzan yells in the middle of the night. But... There's a few times. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just whatever you need to do to release it help to watch a movie sometimes it helps just to you know to talk through something what you know yeah you know she's made some really good food so you know all those kind of things help but um you know you also have to follow what it is you need to do to take care of your body like i'm not a bath person but i've had to do like three baths a day yeah Ugh. 
Well, it's so, really important to keep the infection rate down, you know? Which means cleaning, you know, that planet Uranus, <laughs> keeping it as clean as possible. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it, it's really, really important, I think, to be kind. Everybody's a little different. And so, you know, whether you're the person going through the pain or you're helping somebody through the pain, what you really need is a, to be married to a nurse because I highly <laughs> recommend that. That just, that works really, really well. Um, but no, barring that, I think what we're trying to tell you is it's, it's okay to be human and to get frustrated. Just don't stay there. Yeah. And, and, and use the tools that you have, both the medication as well as some of the things you can do to calm yourself down so that you can get on the other side of whatever it is that's exactly and if your you're way. diabetic um one thing i did want to mention i've noticed in talking with my patients a lot of people for some reason don't really realize this but um if you're diabetic just realize that anytime your body is under stress whether it be mental emotional or physical your blood sugars are going to go up it's expected and um, please monitor your sugars a little closer and just pay special attention to yourself because this is the time that your sugars can go up and then down and you don't want them going down spoken like a true nurse but it you know yeah so you have, need to be more careful when you have those conditions yeah. i fortunately am not diabetic um so you know it's it's all about I think going back to what you said earlier, listening to your body, understanding, you know, when it's in homeostasis, which means everything's fine, it feels a certain yeah. way. Yeah. So when it becomes out of balance, I think it's really important that you tune into that because pain is a signal, right? And when you feel off, perhaps mm -hmm. you can prevent running to the ER, or prevent something, right. or at least get ahead of it, be more proactive in listening to your body and or getting ahead of the pain just like you said so it doesn't go above a five right right you know just keeping whatever that comfortable zone is for you and recognize too that that zero to ten pain scale is a fluid scale it's going to change and move as you go through your healing process and so what was a five for you in the beginning acute phase may not be the same place your five is um, further down the road. Um, you're gonna, it's going to become easier for you to handle higher levels of pain down the road. Uh, to me, a five is a five. And, and it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, but something interesting I wanted to touch on, too, is chronic pain can alter your brain chemistry. And it actually um, will lead to faster loss of gray matter, increasing your sensitivity to pain. Interesting. Um, and what else did I write here? And signals to pain signals and decreases the ability of your brain to release its own painkiller which is super interesting. But fortunately, this can be reversed when your pain is properly treated. So um, it's not a forever thing. Uh, it's, I found that very interesting. And gray matter is part of the brain. So you're literally 
use, losing use of the brain, the longer pain goes on. Yes. We're not designed to, to live in a pain state. No, there's no reason for it. And, you know, um, the energy work I've been doing with Jim, I've been oh. doing energy work and reflexology, which really helped him because also really common after surgery, especially for men, is it's very difficult to void, to pee. To void. Sorry. <laughs> I'm devoid of understanding. He's devoid of urine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very, very true. And I have to say, her energy work, her reflexology, I could immediately feel things inside just relaxing. Just relax. And, um, but I had an, I'll just share, I had another issue today where um, <laughs> it was hard again to void. Um, and you came up with a really interesting solution. Like, what about putting your hand in warm water? That's what they do in slumber parties when they, you know. It worked. It worked, people, I'm telling you. He had um, his hand in warm water while I was doing energy work and he's like, oh my gosh, it's working. <laughs> it did, I put one by the toilet too. And then, you know, everything's fine again. So it's it's interesting. I think you can be creative. Um, don't be afraid yeah. to, you know, to try things. Yes. Um, and what, good point. Thank you for saying that. Because what works for you one moment may not work in another or vice versa. And, you know, just repeating. And the reflexology is something that you can do for yourself. And it really, I mean, you can Google it easy to find yeah the maps of the hands and the feet and i literally was rubbing right by the thumb here and i can feel the pain and i'm like she's like keep rubbing there so it's thank it, you for saying that yes. too when you find sorry to interrupt you, but when you find a tender spot when you're doing reflexology reflexology or acupressure um, when you find a tender spot don't avoid it lean into it unfortunately it's a little uncomfortable at first but that's the signal that you're in the right spot. It's angry because that's where you need to work. It's telling you where to go. And you're also participating in helping yourself because I, again, you feel helpless. So whatever you can do. Especially if you're stuck, if you can't get up, like when you broke your ankle. Yeah. You kind of feel trapped. So it's just a good something that you can do to help relax yourself and balance. Exactly. So I, I have to think my wife, I'm not done. The doc said it would be a week to two weeks before it's completely healed, but I'm, I'm hoping and praying it gets better every day, every night. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and I felt like, you know, practicing these things and trying and giving myself a break because I think there's times where I've done pretty well and times where I've I think you've done great. hit the brick wall. Well, you know, I mean, and, and so that's okay because um, I've never gone through anything like that and I would not recommend it. <laughs> Highly not recommend uh, to go to a proctologist unless it's absolutely necessary. And so, well, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, I'm proud of you because nobody looks forward to, to something like this. But it's it's about just regaining your own health, taking control, and helping yourself where you can. I think you've done a lot better than you think. Well. Obviously, I didn't mind talking about it this week, so, <laughs> but we, we found a quote here we thought we'd like, you know, it's hard to find a quote about pain, but we like this metaphor. Uh, the metaphor is like being in a, in a thunderstorm. I have no power to control the weather, 
but I can bring an umbrella. What you can do for yourself. Where can you help yourself? You know, how can you plan? And right, and so hopefully we've given you a few ideas or umbrellas, if you will, to help you through the storm of whatever pain you're either... Oh, there she goes. Which brings me to the Sandyism I want to share. What? On that note, and since it's all about, you know, that place down there, she likes to say this when things are out of sort. I need to get my collective shit together. <laughs> yeah. So that somehow is appropriate today. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> so, yes, let's get our collective shit together and okay. get past this. <laughs> Well, Don't make me laugh too hard. This does not feel good. <laughs> but um, anyway, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully this was helpful. Thank you, nurse, for all your great advice and great help and, and energy work. But also, you know, this is what you tell patients, and this is yeah. something you have gone through yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's something I've had to, to kind of work my way through, and I... I've been on both sides where I've had to, where I've fallen into that spiral and felt like I couldn't get out. So I get it. But um, I also reached that point where I was like, I'm taking control. And that's why I really wanted to talk about these other modalities that you can do because there are ways to help yourself. And if you guys ever have questions, need help or direction, just email me. I'm more than happy to jump in as needed. And you can reach out to us, Soar and Pair of Facebook, or through the YouTube channel comment, or through any of our, our podcast platforms. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, reach out to us. Yes. But we appreciate you hanging with us this week. Have a great week. Hopefully I will. Yes. And we'll see you with a bigger smile on my face next, next week. week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have Thanks. a great week. Thanks, everyone.